Hey y'all, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. On today's episode, I'm going to kind of just answer a question that I got because I find like I felt like this question is so common and so relatable that I could just speak to it for an entire episode instead of like answering a bunch of questions. Um, and I'm actually gonna read the question that I got to you all and then just go from there. I don't have any notes or anything like that, but I do feel like it's something that I can identify with from my personal experience in college. Um, I'll give you background. The question comes from being concerned about failing a class and I'm just gonna go ahead and read it and then hop to my own personal experience and resolution. So, It begins with, okay, so coming into college, of course, I expected a challenge, but I never knew I'd be struggling so early on. I never learned any study habits in high school, but I learned fast how to study when I got to college. I have 18 credit hours and they kick my butt 18 different times in the same spot. Then it's worse because I feel like my parents don't understand. They act like they've never failed a class before in their life. My mom is more supportive than my dad, but I still find it hard to do anything else outside of study. Moral of the story is college is definitely harder than I expected and I don't ever feel like someone can fully prepare for the stuff that you have to deal with in college. I used to get mad about the grades that I get now, but now I would kill for those same grades. All right. FYI, I did um, follow up and ask what made, you know, the course challenging and there were a few reasons why this course was challenging to this person. One of which I can personally relate to also, the instructor is disabled and has some form of, you know, some form of a speech, um, not necessarily impediment, but some speech, a speaking disability. Um, And I don't know whether that looks like, you know, maybe they just have a heavy accent or maybe they um, don't enunciate or aren't able to enunciate and, you know, distinguish their words um, as well as other people. But that's so relatable and common, especially in larger schools where people um, come teach from all over. I have definitely experienced that more than a handful of times, especially when I first got to college. I had a Turkish T.A., And I thought her accent was so hard to understand. Okay, so my suggestion would be one, I'm sure that many of us already do this, but put, exhaust all your options. Put all of your energy into your tougher classes. The classes that you don't need to spend a lot of time with, just do the work and get it out the way so that you have the remaining time Um, and the majority of your time to dedicate to the classes that require a little bit more effort on your end. You don't need to spend an hour studying for all subjects if you find that one of your classes is easier. Um, You should spend like 30 minutes or just enough time to get the job done um, without compromising the the quality of your work, of course. Um, And then spend the remaining time putting in effort into readings and notes and lectures and et cetera, et cetera, as far as the challenging courses go. I will be the first to tell you that for me, it was chemistry. When I got to college, y'all, this is a really bad story, and I don't really think that I should say this, but I'm going to share it anyway. Um, When I was in high school, for my college, 
and I think for most colleges, you have to take like the placement exams to see what courses you're going to go into. And I don't remember what I was doing the day I took my placement exam, but I remember it was like the last day of like the last day that I was able to take it because there's a cutoff deadline and stuff that you had to have it completed by. And I still hadn't taken it. And my mom was like fussing at me, telling me that I had to take it. And long story short, I fell asleep on my placement exam because I had a really busy day and then I tried to do it really late at night. And I just like literally went to like went to sleep at the computer desk in like at home and everything. And so obviously that doesn't make for a good grade. So I started at like the most basic level of chemistry when I got to college. Still, the most basic level of chemistry was over my head. So, I mean, I really didn't do myself any disservice. But that meant that I had to actively go to tutoring every week. I went to my professor's office hours. I went to tutoring sessions. I went to study groups with friends, like informal kind. I was on Khan Academy. I was on YouTube. I was like doing all the things to teach myself chemistry. And um, my first class, this chemistry class was over the summer because I did a summer transition program and it meant that I met every day for maybe six weeks instead of like taking up an entire semester. So it made it that much harder for me. So I not only did all these things, but I also signed up for a personal tutor because my university has a tutorial center and I had the option to. Um, but I was aware that that resource existed. And not only did I do that, but I always, 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 so I had friends who got placed in higher chemistries. And I always, always, always studied with them because I knew that if I could do their work, then I could do my work. And long story short, I ended up passing chemistry, not with what I wanted, but I still did well in the class, um, well enough to get credit for it at least. But I say that because that summer I was like busting my butt. I was running all over the place. I was struggling the entire time. And it's not even because I'm bad at chemistry. It, I hadn't taken chemistry in like three years. I just, I mean, it's not something that I was like super good at, but it was something that I understood um, enough to do the job. And that's kind of like what my grade reflected in the class when I took it in college again, like three years later. Like I could get the job done, but it's not my favorite thing to do. And I definitely don't excel in it. But I say that to say, um, it's, there are so many, like, after it was chemistry, I felt that way about calculus. After calculus, I don't know, maybe it was just two, those two classes. But um, anyway, I say that to say that there's always going to be something. Every semester isn't always going to be as smooth as you would like it to be. Sometimes um, certain courses require every ounce of our attention, while other times, you know, some semesters, you may be like, you know what, this semester isn't that bad. Um there can be like little lulls in the, in the semester where you feel like I'm okay. Like, wow, I don't spend every second of my time worrying or stressing over this one course. And it's going to be very interesting because you can't always plan um, when you should be challenged, if that makes any sense. So when I say that, I mean like, like this semester you may plan to have had an easy semester and this may be one of the most challenging for you. And I recognize that we're halfway through the semester, but you have to stay strong. You have to keep your momentum and you have to keep going because you're almost there. Like you're 50% of the way through the semester. Courses are always gonna be hard. It's not 
always going to get easier if I'm being honest with you, but you have to keep your tempo. You have to keep your head up. You have to keep trying. You can't get up. I mean, you can't give up or you can't throw the towel in just because it's hard. And I know that it's draining and it's mentally exhausting. And if you're anything like me, you've probably had like five calls home. Like I'm over this. I just want to go home. I just want to see like Thanksgiving break. I just want to see winter break. Like I don't even care about what I finished the class with. Um, but you have to stay focused. Like, do whatever you do, do not stop trying. That is one thing that you can't not do. Like, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. So whatever you do, don't stop trying. Reach out to friends. There are always, like, I know this is going to be kind of far-fetched for some people, but, like, there are always, like, group meets that you can be added to or Facebook class groups that you can, like, find people who, like, took the class before you did, who have passed the class, and they may still have notes. They may have um, old homework assignments. They honestly may have, like, old versions of the test that you could, like, use to study for your test. Or um, if they had a different teacher. I personally, in chemistry, this is what got me through. So I had a very tough chemistry teacher, right? Like, the type that you're like, yeah, I know you're tenured. Like, it was really that bad. But, um, like... I had a friend who had a different chemistry teacher that everybody loved. And rule number one, if you have the opportunity to take a professor that people like versus don't like, obviously go with the favorite professor. But at my university, they keep, in chemistry especially, they keep the professors hidden from the um, classes when you're picking classes because they know that there are some very interesting characters out there. Um, But yeah, I went to one of my friends and was like, hey, I just really need your notes. Like, I didn't miss a day of class. I've been like actively trying to get it together, but I just don't understand the way that my professor teaches. There's no language barrier. There isn't anything keeping me from understanding besides the way that they explain it. I'm just not grasping the con. I'm just not grasping the concept. And their notes helped me so much because I don't know. I don't remember if it was like the way I want to say that the way the other professor taught, the professor who I didn't have, the way that they taught was more visual and less wordy. Like I felt like the way that the professor I had taught was, it wasn't verbatim from the textbook, but it was just as wordy as the textbook. And I was like, why am I, why am I making my own textbook in my notes when I bought this expensive textbook and we're not using it? Um, and I just felt so strongly about the way or against the way that they taught that I think by the time I had found someone whose notes I did like, I was just already fixed on not liking my professor um, and the course, but that's neither here nor there. Getting into language barriers and stuff like that, there will always be courses or even like realistically, like in life, we'll always have people who, you know, have, they speak different languages. They come from different areas and different places. So we have to one, either be mindful that that's common and in real life that happens. So, you know, switching out of a class isn't always an option or choosing not to deal with it or to go around it isn't always an option. Sometimes you got to stick it out and figure it out. But I personally have found it super, like for me, it's pretty easy to understand language barriers, even though I did struggle with it at first. And it's just, a, it's not a tolerance that you build, but it's something that you get to become familiar with. Like you kind of become accustomed to the way 
that people speak, even if it's not something that you're accustomed to typically. And I know that sounds confusing a little bit, but I had to train myself to be able to listen to my professors. So I would listen when I first started out and I had this one math professor that had a really thick accent. Um, I would train like I would listen to her lectures like two and three times in the beginning. And doing that helped me train my ear to the way that she spoke. And by the time like it was very challenging for me, so much so that like I couldn't even keep up with notes in class. Like even her handwriting was a little um, different. So like if she wrote something on the board, I'd have to like interrupt her and be like, what does that say? Or and then on top of that, like even if she told me, I'd have to ask her to repeat herself. Like I just felt I had really honestly, truly just felt like a burden. Um, but by the time the course had like gone halfway through the semester, I had already become accustomed to the way that she spoke. So it didn't take as much of my attention to understand what she was saying. And I think going to her office hours or having conversations with her, for me, um, some of her lectures were online. So I would like be able to replay, rewind, pause, and like figure it out. But it took a while. Um, if that doesn't work, like I said, you can always find someone else's notes to use or um, reach out to other people and figure out what does. But I hope that this answers your question. Y'all, that was a really short episode, but that's all for today. Have a great day. Hopefully you finish the semester strong. We are halfway. It's like October 15th, which is crazy. Um, but I'll be coming with some new stuff soon, so keep an eye out. Bye, y'all.